Welcome, welcome, welcome to Somewhat Nerdy Radio. I am your host, Starf Chris. I'm Critter. And... We are dangerless today. Dangerless again. Um, safe environment right safe now. Safe again. Safe space. This is our safe space. No lack of danger. Sadly, Danger won't be joining us this episode. He uh, got called away on a brain surgery emergency. Because he as... is a, a neurosurgeon. Yeah. That's what he's going to school for. Obviously. That's exactly what he's got. We've narrowed this down. So It's uh, either that or he's a superhero or a supervillain. I don't know which one. I'm kind of leaning towards supervillain. He does disappear. You notice... <laughs> like, just randomly. <laughs> you know, if, if that brings up a question that uh if you if you could be a superhero or a supervillain which a would you supervillain be? I yeah, didn't okay, even have yeah, to finish the question absolutely absolutely <laughs> you know superheroes i love superheroes you know like in every movie i cheer for them yeah but like but if you had powers if you i had powers for I, evil I, reason maybe not i'm going evil. to own a country maybe not pure evil but it definitely would not a, be i would be good to the people yeah i, I definitely would still have you know hey i'm gonna rob a bank but i'm gonna be cool about it you know <laughs> so like we said uh, we are SomewhatNerdy.com. Um, this is issue six. We are two issue six. Um, that's not a milestone or anything. I'm just happy to get to six. This... I don't know. <laughs> it's not even a prime number. It's not uh, great it's at all. It's, yeah. Our nerd talk this issue is our favorite comic book story arcs. So we're just going to be talking about our favorite story arcs from comic books. It pretty much explained itself. You're right. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Follow us on SoundCloud. You can actually stream the podcast right on SomewhatNerdy.com. And you can email us at SomewhatNerdyRadio at gmail.com. I think it is, right? I believe so, yeah. I believe so. Good. I don't have my we paper in front of me. That. Yeah, I should probably <laughs> learn that or write that down. So anyway, our other project that we are trying to get out there is uh, Future Flicks with Billiam, which is another podcast under the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. He also writes for the Somewhat Nerdy site. Yes, and he has for quite a long time. Um, he is on podcast week five or six. I think leaving it's us, five. Leaving us in the yeah, dust. Yes, he's about to pass us up. So he's a weekly podcast that talks about the movies that are coming out that week. He reviews eh, a slight synopsis of that week he gives you some movie news uh just kind of picks his movies that he thinks gonna be good that week everything from big block offs office movies all the way down to like he talks about indian movies you know and uh japanese movies foreign movies make sure you check that out i have a link to it in the bottom uh go send him some love so i guess starting off we just want to do a little bit of catch up what you been up to me well uh i don't know if everyone's uh remembers this from last time um i uh i was unemployed for a little about two months just a little two months <laughs> well i was gonna say a little over a month but it was closer to two months but uh i i, I just got a new job a couple weeks ago hey, i'm putting clapping in right now people are <laughs> clapping for you and uh it, it's a graphic design job so i mean it's it's what i've been doing since i've been out of college which is i don't know if you know anyone that, that major in graphic design it is a, a feat yeah, it is it a is. feat to actually have a career in graphic design and make enough money to live. everybody i know that went to graphic design or comic book artists oh. i think so oh yeah. man i'm so su- actually now i'm super jealous that's <laughs> awesome that's that makes my my i was bragging a little bit and now i feel like crap uh, thanks i'm just a lowly comment <laughs> no. yeah but i mean like I, I gotta tell you every kid that ever grew up like drawing that was the goal i wanted to be a comic book artist actually everybody whenever did. yeah yeah i mean like if you drew me something... and a friend of mine uh actually started a comic book company uh called case comics when we were in uh, grade school this i'm talking about like third grade we had all our comic book characters and now he is a graphic designer and making his first video game <laughs> i run a podcast on a website <laughs> hey so. hey that's still something we're getting there uh which brings us to uh kind of the thing that these the y'all as listeners have been a lot of positive feedback so that's really nice so actually like your case comic book co-creator yeah, he yeah, could yeah. Be, maybe he's proud of you too he's like um, hey, that's awesome very happy about the 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 response for the past few podcasts have been like 
blowing our expectations completely out of the water. Um, it's been it's been awesome, especially your feedback. Everybody I'm hearing back from um, uh, and the numbers. Uh, I'm keeping track of the numbers and just watching the numbers continue to grow for our subscribers. I've just been great. But continue is what, well, see, what that, you've been up to. That's, so. that's kind of like the thing I'm excited about because since it's still a graphic design job, I mean, that allows me to continue to hone my graphic design skills and drawing and, and things, which goes back into this podcast of, of doing things and expanding on that. And that's kind of like the thing I've been thinking about about a lot recently is what else we can do for this particular show and uh i I mean you know i've been thinking about uh you know more original content we can just post it's you know nothing major just like little memes pictures things like that and uh i've been thinking a lot about merch for this uh for this thing and we we do have a merch store actually for someone nerdy yeah we're launching that right now we're it's it's been live for a little while um more of a soft opening yeah so we're gonna go ahead and like kind of announce and start promoting it uh we're gonna have t-shirts pretty much that say our logo it's gonna say uh the somewhat nerdy radio logo we actually have some they're freaking amazing he did a wrestling like logo that it's a from a famous logo from the old wrestling days but it says swn so it's a wrestling shirt that has like we i think we call it swn mania yeah that's what the name of it is we also have a masters of the nerd Logo that, one, shirt. that one was hard yeah. that was so hard so, i did two versions of it and i was so like, we're gonna have a, a link to it in the bottom these shirts are just to help us uh continue to do the show and help us grow the show and it's your support for the show and it's not just our logo we actually yeah, have yeah, yeah. A, a we have other lots of other there, designs so. on there that was made by critter go buy something that'd be awesome so and um, part of that is uh i plan on putting some more out so we have some ideas floating around and just just need to get out there and just start putting more out. Yeah, we'll continue to the kind of grow the 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 merch page over time. So keep up with that. And like I said, we'll we'll remind you in the future. And uh, you know, past that, I I recently purchased a Kindle Fire for my dad. Which one do you know? The the real basic one, the seven inch uh, the Fire seven point zero. It's the Kindle Fire, the seven inch one, the one that's fifty bucks. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, it's not HD or anything, but uh, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast. But that's what actually what I do for a living. Uh, I repair electronics, so I, I repair uh, laptops, uh, computers, cell phones mostly, uh, and Kindles and little tabs like that. Uh, I work for a local company that actually does that which is weird i really think this is the first time i talked about it on the podcast so yeah you know for the long time i never knew what you did what i did yeah, yeah it's like he he run he runs somewhat nerdy i run somewhat nerdy yeah he's yeah. got to be doing pretty well my real job in real life is you know I, I re, a re, electronic repair so before that I was a car mechanic so which is weird anyway kindle i'm sorry no it's okay um you know i just uh i bought it for my dad he mentioned in passing that he wanted a kindle and i don't have a tablet i don't have a lot of experience with them so i just bought him that one because it was super cheap it's good it's cheap and it, it worked yeah so. and he really wants it to read books oh well so, that's perfect then yeah i mean i don't i don't think he's like playing games or anything i don't think he's just all of a sudden a pokemon go, pokemon go guy he's just out there catch, <laughs> catching squirtle out in the backyard catch him walking through the yard in the middle of the night he's what are you doing there's a charizard out here man i gotta get it so he's been really happy about it and i'm i'm happy that you know since i didn't i kind of didn't do a whole lot for father's day he's hard to shop for he never talks about stuff he always you know every anytime he wants to hang out with me he's like let's do chores i'm like i don't want to do chores i was like you want to go grab a burger i'm down i'll hang out with you then is he into anything uh guns guns loves guns okay I mean, is it? Yeah, well, it's kind of gu- hard to buy people guns. Well, it's not for me. I mean, I have a clean record. I can do no, that. no, they're expensive. <laughs> they are very expensive. So, and it's an expensive hobby, like to go that shooting. That is an expensive hobby. Uh, you have to drive out in the middle, you know, to a gun range, gun or, 
range and then like you're you're dropping we live in louisiana so we can just like shoot anywheres around here because we have proper i have property here so we shoot in the backyard but most places you just can't do that though right oh absolutely not Uh, you can't do it in your neighborhood well i could my neighbors would be upset i'm (laughs) sure because i actually i back up to a ditch okay all right right. i mean but there is a neighborhood back there somewhere yeah Yeah. but uh so i got him that and he seems to be pretty happy with it uh what about you what you been up to i've had this like weird resurgence of love for uh aliens and predator like the movies the movies really in the course of like four days i've me and my wife i well me and i've forced my wife to do it watched every single aliens predator movie and every other spinoff so aliens versus predator and prometheus i can't get enough of it right now really i don't know i don't know what happened what about the new predator you know with uh adrian brody that movie's awesome yeah i really liked it that movie is i don't all right i have a thing about adrian brody his movies don't make money like if he's in a movie it's instantly like not going to make money i also don't think of him as a badass no and that movie he constantly tries to act like a badass he has that and i laugh at him like he has that voice where he's like yeah yeah uh, yeah. He's like doing a Batman voice the whole time. I like the movie. He takes me out of it every once in a while. I was like, oh, dude, you're just Adrian Brody. Like, And he puts a muscle shirt on at one time or another. And I'm like, my arms are bigger than that dude. So I just anyway, the movie's good. I, I, the movie's actually really I like good. Seeing all the, I yeah. always like seeing different variations of Predator. Yeah, me too. So that kind of turned into another thing since I collect action figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, NECA is a company that makes action figures. They make like they make tons of things. They make uh, everything from Army of Darkness to Terminator to Freddy Krueger. Um, but they all have things a, I love. But pretty much, um, they make an Aliens vs Predator line, which is every Aliens movie, all the Predator movies, and they're so freaking amazing. So I went down this rabbit hole of trying to get, go back to and buy all their back catalog of um, figures because they've done all the movies, uh, all the Prometheus. I mean, they've done Prometheus, they've done Alien vs Predators, they've done each one of the movies, and they're still coming out with all the Space Marines right now. Mm-hmm. I'm literally about to spend thousands of dollars trying to buy all these figures and i'm not too happy about it it was just it was instantly a rabbit hole that i shouldn't have went down because now i need another shelf in my room dude actually uh when you research when you when you revisit something you really liked like busting out comic cards was a big mistake for me because <laughs> now i'm just i'm just like oh my god i wonder if instead of having this in a i'm gonna like wallpaper my entire house i was like it's just just comic cards i have enough i'll just do it and i was like ah oh, i can't do it but um are I, you still like going back and trying to get maybe different lines or um i have pretty much every line do that you came out wow uh between You're gonna frame them all 90 well i'm gonna do the original marvel masterpiece right, I, right. I i mentioned that and uh, i think in issue podcast, one yeah, yeah. um about how i bought all those um i'm still missing the holograms and I, I'm going to hold off until I get those to frame them. Right. And, of course, losing my job. <laughs> kind of, like kind of that. That. Maybe I shouldn't be buying cards <laughs> at $6 a pop. So, I mean, it, uh, Aliens versus Predator, Aliens and Predator. Uh, do you have a favorite Aliens movie? Oh, um, Aliens. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Oh, no, the no, second one. Second one. Okay. I like Aliens. That's Alien my... 3 was surprisingly good. I, I hate that movie. I rewatched it. and I, I just watched liked, it like three days ago. I kind of liked how it was like a little bit more. That movie is probably one of the most depressing movies it, I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it was. It there was is rough. nothing happy about that movie at all. Everybody dies. Everybody is sad. It was a prison, Everything. It was a prison planet. It was a prison planet. And, and also, the, my biggest problem was the whole entire movie. The alien looks like crap in that movie. Well, the, it was wasn't there it was some like kind of early, issue with it? It was early uh, computer graphics. And every every time you saw the uh, alien, it wasn't a guy in a suit. It was computer graphics. It did not hold up. I don't know how it looked when it came out. Like, for people. I'm pretty sure people weren't blown away with it. Because it looks really bad. It looks like he was drawn in some of the scenes. Well, it, like, I necessarily, like, why I liked a lot of the alien. Alien was great. 
mm-hmm. but it was more psychological. Yeah, and if you watch, like, uh, my wife watched the movie, and she got bored with it. Because there's not a lot of stuff that happens in mm-hmm. the movie. I like the movie, but I can understand how my wife is. I make her watch that stuff, and she's not always into it. I, so. I, made, I made my girlfriend yeah, exactly. watch uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, what? She should love that movie. She she ended up liking it. I mean, she, she we were talking about something with a bunch of friends about, like, old movies we we liked, and Sorority Boys came up. Nice. And then Ernest Scared Stupid, because we were talking about Miak, which also is in the merch store, I believe. Yeah, you can buy a shirt. Uh, official. The official, uh, as as unofficial as official can be. <laughs> Miak, uh, Ernest Scared Stupid shirt. Authentic Bulgarian there's gonna be Miak. A, there's actually going to be a picture of it in the show notes on somewhenderry.com, um, so why not? But she ended up loving it. I mean, like, I... She doesn't watch a whole lot of movies, so mm. every time I show her something, it's like this new thing, and I'm always kind of like looking at her, I'm like, "Hey, what do you think about? What do you think about that?" I mean, I'm looking at her like, "That's that. Those are cues that you should like that." I mean, she doesn't. She asks a lot of questions. See, always. I do the same thing. Like something nerdy happens, and I look at my wife, and then she doesn't respond. I was like, "What? That was awesome. What do you mean?" Yeah, the things that I feel like people should be excited about, they're they're not. And then she asks me, like, she'll ask me a question during the movie, I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't know. Watch the movie." <laughs> Or like they, I did that was a uh, her was a uh, Peewee because she's never seen the Peewee movies and I, I sat her down and made her watch them and she instantly was like I question your taste in things now I'm like what do you mean I married you <laughs> yeah exactly I was like what do you mean you questioned my taste in things she's like Chris that was stupid and Peewee is not stupid well you know it's it was a children's show and it, it's nostalgic I mean no the movies I made her watch the movies the, the movies are not like children no based, they're so, not but they yeah. were based off of that show yeah they were well and they so, were based off an HBO skit before the children's show but yeah. sure but yeah i'm just saying that you know part of why uh, like we talked about this i believe the x-men show yeah, yeah the cartoon the only if you rewatch that show the only good thing is the intro yeah oh, it really is because it's bad the only other thing i've been doing is uh ghostbuster stuff really like i'm really uh, regardless of my thoughts about the ghostbuster stuff we'll talk about that either later or in the next podcast after we've seen it, because me and Critter have not seen the movie yet. Uh, we're recording this the weekend, uh, I think. The, the it, it, first just, it just came out this weekend, or the weekend that we're recording this yeah. show. So, what I am happy about the new Ghostbusters movie is merchandise. I do love it. Oh my god, there's, it's, it's awesome to walk through Walmart, and there is tons and tons of Ghostbusters stuff. I'm talking about all the way down to like school supplies. There's school supplies... With Ghostbusters logos on it. It reminds me of my childhood. Yeah, exactly. I actually have dreams that I, I come across like Ghostbuster toys. Like the in the purple box. Right, yeah. I, I would have dreams I came across like a pristine uh ghost trap and proton pack oh my in God. package at a store sold for normal price toys aren't the same as me like because like right now they only have the there's a line of the the girl um ghostbusters from the new movie um that has a build a figure for i think they're called roland Mm -hmm. ghost um and then there's a line of uh, the original ghostbusters that builds the ghost in uh the x Mm-hmm. I don't think he has a name. No. Okay. Um. There's so there's a build a figure for each one of those, and there's a proton pack, and then there's a trap. I think is what the trap from the new movie is. Which it looks like a just a like a tube thing. Yeah, it looks I like a uh, like a fire extinguisher. <clears throat> and then there's like these little packs of small ghosts that fit inside of the 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 ghost trap. That's it for toy wise. Now merchandise wise, I've gotten Twinkies. 
I have uh, Key Lime Twinkies, if you want one. I do want one. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I have the uh, Marshmallow Man Twinkies, which you can have one if I you want, want one. one of those too. <laughs> um, I was actually thinking, I'm like, I'm This is hungry. my, uh, now from Amazon, which I've not found Ecto Cooler in store yet, but now I, I haven't either. I've been looking. Yeah, I've been looking. And let us know if uh, anyone's listening, if you're not in, or anywhere in the country, if you were listening to this, where you found Ecto Cooler Yeah, in the actually, store. that's a, I would a, like to know. Billiam, uh, which uh, Future Flicks, uh, he found it in, no, no, he he's in California. Uh, uh, he hasn't found it in any of his stores over there. Not in California. In California. That seems weird. Um, Doesn't he any... live near Hollywood, too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So he's near that area, and he has not found Ecto Cooler. He's called it the, uh, the Ecto Cooler Drought. In California, they have droughts, apparently. So no. Oh, it's bad there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's able, because uh, I sent them a link to it, is the uh, Amazon and Walmart has had Ecto Cooler in the past few weeks. So I am now on my third 12-pack. I'm going to have Ecto-Cooler. to buy some. I haven't bought any yet. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> I've been unemployed. So I've been able to buy, buy this kind of stuff. So I'm on my third 12-pack of Ecto Cooler. I'm kind of hoarding it now. And like my wife will every once in a while be like, you want an Ecto Cooler? It's like, no, not today. Maybe in a few days from now. I'm If I get them, I'm drinking them. I'm drinking them all. No, man. Hey, you got you to gotta make last because i don't know when my next one's going to be you know it, it would be smart of this company to, to continue to, to make continue them forever. to make it obviously yeah. i mean like it's coca-cola too so I, i'm sure they can go ahead and do this well you know they did it with surge they brought it back and it's kind of a limited thing but you know what surge wasn't you know ecto cooler like I've, i mentioned this before wasn't as good as i as i wanted it to be because i think i just kept drinking it because it was slimer you know like it's ghostbusters i gotta like it and i like it more now because it's part of nostalgia right and right. uh it's not as bad as actually I, I like it it's I like it now. Really I mean, idea. things. I eat broccoli a lot more now. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, you're not a little I kid anymore. I actually like broccoli, <laughs> but Surge. I remember not even really liking Surge that much. But now when I get it, I'm like, man, that's that's a, pretty good. That's a damn good yeah. soft drink. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm thankful for the new movie. At the very least, I don't know if I'm gonna like the movie or not because I'm here. I, I don't know. We'll um, we'll talk about it in the news in a little bit. But I'm thankful for the new movie just for the resurgence of Ghostbusters in our stores. My daughter is now has like hand sanitizer that has a Ghostbusters logo, and the hand sanitizer is green. There's a That'd whole be confused school. me as for aloe has a sunburn. Put that on. <laughs> She's about to start school, and there's school supplies. All uh, Ghostbusters. All Ghostbusters. Your, and I was your like, daughter's gonna be like amazing. coolest person. Yeah, she is. So that I'm thankful for. That I, I'm happy we're getting a new movie. Even if the movie is however I feel about it. We're getting this, and I'm happy about that. So, with that, let's go ahead and uh, jump get, into the news. Get into the news, and we'll talk a little bit about more about Ghostbusters. Doom! Like I said earlier, me our critter has not. We haven't seen Ghostbusters, so I do plan on seeing it. I do plan in, on in seeing theaters. It. Yeah, in theaters. I'm not boycotting anything. No, 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 no. I'm I not. Plan on it's Ghostbusters. It. We talk, I think we talked about it last podcast or podcast before that. We have strong opinions about Ghostbusters. It, it is my favorite movie of all time. We dedicated a whole podcast, uh, our early podcast, I think it was uh, issue two. Uh, yeah. Two real Ghostbusters. It is, it's something that me and Curtis share. We, we love Ghostbusters. No, it was issue three. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. We have a whole episode dedicated to real Ghostbusters. That was our nerd talk for an episode. We are not fans. We're we're fanatics yes, for it, Ghostbusters. There's a difference between like I'm I'm there and there's not like this disdain for them changing something. No, because uh, I'm changing the line. I'm happy things. that we're getting a new Ghostbusters movie. Um, as we said in the first one, problem is 
we got trailers of it, and the trailers look like crap. I'm not a huge fan of the director. I I don't even know the director, so I don't even know how to feel about that. He's he's done everything. I with, know what he's done with, yeah. with Melissa McCarthy, and right. I find her funny, but she's kind of a Chris Farley woman. Right, right. A lot of fall falling down. Um physical humor right right. um she makes a lot of like kind of rough movies too that i don't really care for okay yeah i don't think i've ever seen her in a movie she's she she can be really funny it's christina uh wig her i think she's funny they're all kind of funny um it's just that this writer he's uh or director he's very crude Right. very kind of potty humor yeah and and i guess as a ghostbuster fan i watched it so many times as a kid i didn't understand the a lot of the crude stuff they said in there because it was subtle it was well well written and well thought it wasn't out. on the nose yeah right. and this one he's very hey i'm gonna make a, a fart joke now i'm gonna make a gross joke now i'm gonna do that and it's it's like watching a giant episode of big bang theory yeah oh, we're not gonna talk about big bang well i'm just telling you that's what it's like it's very on the nose humor it's popular, but that doesn't make it good. Yeah, I'm glad I don't like Big Bang Theory. It it's okay. It's kind of funny, but it's definitely not a good show. Yeah, see, see, every time I say that to somebody, they're like, "Oh, Chris, this seems like it should be like a show that you should love." It's, it's about your people. It's like, no, it's not. They have they have toys. Sure, that doesn't mean that they're thank my you. People. People are eating us. Like people are listening to this right now and be like, "Yo, don't like Big Bang Theory." I feel, and it's not. I I'm trying to think of a way to say it without. Being offensive. It's like it's watching a show about fake nerds. It, it, it's, it's a different kind of nerd than I am. It's kind of like stereotyping. Yeah, quite a very, bit. Yes, and they're it saying is. like, just because they're into this nerd stuff, they're not good with women. They None of them were good with women. I mean, they end up with all of them have like, a- pretty Amazingly attractive. hot women. Yeah. Because yeah. it's uh, a TV show. Right. But I mean, like, it paints this weird kind of thing that they're bad with women, and but they're super smart. There are tons of not smart nerds. Uh, yes. And there are a ton, I, of, I, ton of I'm nerds. I'm one right here. I'm not that very smart. Neither am I. I'm not that very smart. There you, there you go. I'm good hey, in English, too. Very good <laughs> representation of that. Um, And not all of them are bad at social things. You know, like, I have lots of friends. I do a lot of things. And not if it's all based around nerd stuff. So, I mean, get back on uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, designated fresh. So that means there's somebody at Rotten Tomatoes likes the movie enough to give it a, a good rating. And it's not just the ratings that are coming in from reviewers. Because of how Rotten Tomatoes works, it's like 300 reviewers, I think, give it a rating. And that's how they dictate their percentage on. And it's a, if it's above 60, it's considered fresh. Yeah. And right now it's at 73 when we're recording. It might go up or down from there. I've seen it at 75 or six uh the other day because i actually had a bet uh with a friend of mine that it was going to be under 60 percent it's way over 60 percent so it's not that i, I wanted the movie to be bad because I, I don't i want it to be good uh, it's ghostbusters i mean more ghostbusters to me the better i just don't think this movie was made for me it wasn't it was made for and i don't even say a new generation it's it's not really made for people that are going to be fans of ghostbusters it's not going to create a cult following it's going to be a movie you watch and, and you're going to keep on going yeah, you're going to move on with your life you're not gonna be like ghostbusters that's what i'm about now that's my life but that's, which i did yeah exactly so there's like these two different camps of reviews and these are people that i i follow or i know friends of mine or people that i follow that i know my opinion kind of goes in line with their opinion i know our opinions are about the same on certain things from the the same people i either hear that this is the worst movie of all time or the movie's okay i i i'm gonna go ahead and say i think it's gonna be okay okay I think it's good, but it's going to, it's going to be okay, but also aggravate me to no end. Cause, cause it could have been great. It, it could have been. I mean, 
I've I, also heard in the hands of another director, this movie would have been great. I think, I think, honestly, same cast and everything. Keep the cast. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with the cast. Different director. Different I, they director. Really, uh, re, if the director, because all he did was just take Ghostbusters, my favorite movie, and just like, hey, guess what? This is a new thing. No, it's the same damn movie. And I've heard that from quite a few different people. It just kind of retells the original origin stories of the first movie, puts stereotypical characters into it, which are borderline offensive. And it makes a Ghostbusters movie. Uh, and I just, I don't think he was the right person to get for it. Uh, they could have got Ivan Reitman's son. Yeah. He does amazing movies. Right. You ever seen Thank You for Smoking? Who's in that? Uh, Aaron Eckhart. You know what? Yeah, I have. It was yeah, yeah, That's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, it is good. Like, that's a movie, like, I can watch and watch again and again and again. I mean, like, it's not a movie that I'm like, oh, man, I have to watch this again. But if it comes on, I'm like, ah, I enjoyed that again. Hopefully by the next time we do the podcast uh, next month, um, we will both seen it. I will have seen it. Yeah, we definitely by seen it by then. I will. We will do a mini review. And we might even do the next podcast on maybe just uh, the merits of this movie. Uh, we don't know yet. If y'all like to hear like a full-blown review or our thoughts, uh, maybe the, the, we'll dedicate the next Nerd Talk to Ghostbusters. Um, let us know. Um, but... We'll definitely give our thoughts about it on the next podcast. Yeah. All right. The next big topic in the news, It's it's been all over uh, social media. If you've been on Facebook. It's impossible to, to, to miss this. To miss this. And uh, so Nintendo just released a mini classic looking NES, basically almost an emulator gaming com- system. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out in November. Um, it has 30 games. 30 games. Yeah. 30 games on it. Some of the games that are coming, I don't know, if you pay attention to the retro market, some of the games that are coming on here are very hard to find. Like, they're expensive games. Um, so it's a, What are some of those? So it's some of the mini games are, like, some of the Castlevania. Uh, you got Castlevania 1 and 2. Simon's Quest is not that good, which is the second one. Double Dragon 2, which is a freaking great Double Dragon game. game. It's awesome, awesome. And in Final Fantasy, the first one. Wow. So it's these are some pretty cream of the crop games so let's go over some of the games that i was coming with this balloon fight double bubble bobble castlevania donkey kong donkey kong jr dr mario excite bike <laughs> come on man galica uh, goblins and ghosts ghosts and goblins i'm sorry uh, the impossibly hard game yeah yeah this game is impossible you get touched twice game over god <laughs> touch once so you're naked touch twice you're... why would you ever start off naked in a game yeah, I would it's kind of weird a, yeah. i wouldn't be in a graveyard ever but naked. i probably wouldn't wear armor that self-destructs <laughs> that's not armor at that point <laughs> um, why are you wearing paper mache dude ice climbers kid icarus which is another kind of hard game to find kirby's adventure mario brothers uh, it has all three mario brothers on it uh and arcade mario brothers which was the original the, the original fighting kind of game uh metroid which is another kind of hard game to get uh, i love the metroid series pac-man punch out um not mike tyson's punch out which so it, this is the other one super c which is contra which is another really hard game to get contra is another game that is amazing but hard i remember being a lot better than yeah. i that I played game. it. I played it recently, like oh, that a couple months ago. And I, I didn't quick. even get to the end of the first board. I'm like, I remember being a lot better at this. I beat this game, and I didn't even do the 99 lives thing. So, uh, Tecmo Bowl, which is an amazing football game that they still use now to predict the Super Bowl, which is awesome. <laughs> I, I do. I remember hearing yeah. that. Um, and then they have Legend of Zelda and Zelda Two Links uh, Adventures of Link. So those are, I think, pretty much all of them. This those is are six, all good games. Yeah, those all, are, all those amazing are the ones games. you want. Uh, same when these games aren't even available on the Wii Store. Um, so this is has value. Uh, 60 bucks. It's worth it. I mean... It is worth it. Like, just and to go out cute. and... Of course, it's tiny. It's, it's cute, tiny. Right? <laughs> so... I wish it was wireless, though. Uh, yes, it has USB plugins. 
it should probably be wireless, especially for 60 bucks. Bluetooth is so cheap now. Uh, I'm surprised it's not wireless. I, I mean, like, I pretty much shop based on what's Bluetooth. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, like... The Retron is the same thing. Like, I, I love the uh, that you can plug in your old remote controls. Being able to sit in my chair, which is, like, way across the room, yeah. and use a wireless remote control is way worth I it. Wish, I wish you could get a different remote control, though. You it's, can. Oh, you can? It's Bluetooth. Any, any Bluetooth remote control will work for it. Really? Yeah. Man, that, that thing oh, is yeah. amazing. Because <laughs> I'm learning something new about this thing. Yeah, because the remote control that it comes with, instantly throw that in the garbage. Because that is it's, it's the crap. Mo- it's crap. Like it has a weird button press on it. The D pad is weird. The D pad is. You can't play some games with the D pad at all. I've been it's playing Cool Spot on retro and retro. That's amazing. Side note: I remember last time you said you only had two games. Uh-huh. I have a shelf of retro video games. You borrow whatever you want. To. I'll take a look. So, I'll take a look. I just realized that last time you were here, I was listening to the podcast, and look. you said and I have literally two hundred retro video games. Cool Spot's a very fun game. Yeah, I've really always is. loved playing yeah. that game. So it's not a game that I'm. I'm like, oh, I wish I had something. Oh no, else. Cool Spot's awesome. Like man. I'm glad. But that if that's the only thing you have to play, <laughs> right? But it's fun, and I enjoy it. But uh, I was gonna buy more games, but then I lost my job. Right. <laughs> and I, <laughs> throws a wrench in all of the the the, that is the i'm doing air quotes here needless purchases because to me i was like i would have so much fun if i had that i could pass so much time (laughs) but when you're like oh man i gotta go i went to a store that sells vintage video games Mm -hmm. first of all their selection was kind of poor at the time nintendo because they're all sports games oh yeah well most stores that you go to that sells retro video games they always sell sports games why it's the it's the most common thing it's what people always want to get rid of okay yeah because i i I never won a sport game (laughs) tech mobile would be probably the only one that because that's that's one of the greatest football games of all time so still (laughs) where does everybody moves together (laughs) so in other uh nintendo news the big one i'm sure every single person listening right now is probably you might be listening to us right now and playing this game pokemon go is taking the world by storm i mean the amount i mean not just like nerd news this is making like people are there are like grandmas and mothers and people that aren't nerds and don't even know who pokemon are are playing this game i was i was outside i went to a bar to meet some friends this yesterday Mm -hmm. and i could not find a parking spot anywhere on the lakefront i mean there's parking everywhere and there was no available spots because there were just swarms of people on on the lakefront moving in herds looking at their phone catching pokemon yeah we live right outside of new orleans and literally there is this big giant park that i saw 200 people just walking through together, just staring down staring at their phones. At their fo- it's it's it was kind of nice to see like people like you know having Doing a common stuff. interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was also so sad watching that all these people are together and, and looking staring at their, at phones. their phones. It was just like, come on, man. So if you've been living underneath a rock, there's this game called Pokemon Go that came out for iOS ios and uh android systems um which allows you to walk through real life and catch pokemon it's an augmented reality right game um there's pokey centers there's pokey gyms that you can go fight in and i'm not we're not knocking it at all no, no, no. i think it's amazing i i i played i played red and blue i love right red and blue, yeah but i just never played anything <clears throat> after that yeah i'm i played red blue and yellow which was just red and blue was pokemon you start with pikachu yeah um i never really played after that but i'm a video game guy so i'm, I'm that's awesome i'm more happy this is anybody that knocks this is like i don't understand uh this is getting people out it's getting people to meet other people these are people that might not be like doing a lot in the first place getting out and just actually doing stuff uh, I, I actually heard a guy he said he uses it to meet women yeah that's he awesome. says it's mostly women yeah, yeah, yeah. that use this game and he goes the amount of women that you can just nice. <laughs> meet from this is is incredible well, it's not even that it's it, it's if you're not getting a lot of exercise and you're literally 
you have to walk in this game. Yeah. To hatch eggs, I think is what it is. Another reason I even know all this, my wife has been religiously playing this since the games came out. She's been conning your daughter to <laughs> yes. walking around to hatch She's eggs. She's giving my hey, hey, daughter hey. the phone. I was like, go walk, hey, go walk around the yard. So I'm like, what? Why are you making my daughter walk? And it's to hatch eggs. So the game forces you to walk around, which is, I mean, it's like Nintendo had a plan to make everybody exercise and they hit it in a Pokemon app. Well, it's basically what it is. There's, there's a, the other thing is, it's not just walking around. You're walking around in some kind of weird things. Uh, I saw a newscast where a girl discovered a dead body because she was looking for, this, I think, a water happened, Pokemon. Uh, two or three times now. It's been out a week. Yeah. And people are just finding dead bodies out because people are walking around there in areas things. that you normally wouldn't be or people wouldn't be going to so uh, and there's also like the bad element that's came uh people set up in a pokemon center uh, around a bad neighborhood and it's waited for people to wander in and then they robbed them yeah. those people actually obviously got caught because well it, i mean it's all recorded it's information all re- yeah, yeah exactly and it's released to that company that uh, you know when you agree to this stuff and a lot of people have been freaking about freaking out about how much information they capture uh yeah but and it's even, no different than yeah, really Nintendo any other... actually came out and said you know we're not accessing all that and we're changing they changed it now i think was an upgrade now there's also like the people that use your common sense when you're playing this app there's been people hit by cars because they're not paying attention if you're looking at your phone you should probably be looking both ways on the street you're actually taught that when you're very young to look both ways before you cross the street do that um if you're in a holocaust museum probably shouldn't be playing pokemon yeah it's so that's in the news right now. The Holocaust Museum is asking to be uh, opted out of the Pokemon, which is fine. I, I think that probably sacred things that you shouldn't be playing Pokemon in the first place. There are police stations making posts about you do not have to come into the police station to catch the Pokemon that are in our store. You can just you can stand out on the sidewalk. Please do not walk in to try to catch your Pokemon. Um, there, there are companies putting bathrooms are for customers only. Yeah. Because they are getting flooded with just right, people right, walking right. in looking for this things. This is a phenomenon. Eh. I wonder how long it lasts now you know it'll probably last six months you think and, and it'll die down quite and they'll do something else i mean that's the th- same thing with every game every game i mean yeah, like, yeah now who's playing candy crush right 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 or, right or farmville i mean like i remember getting flooded with that crap and now i get i used to get invitations for that crap all the time now it's like every now and then like maybe nice. once every couple months i'll get a, an invite for one of those things i'm like because they need help or something i'm like i don't play those games sorry i, yeah, I give it six months before it starts kind of dying die down, down where it's not going to be that bad right we're you know it's, well we're already hearing about sponsorship deals like mcdonald i think is i don't know if it's in our country it might be overseas only it might it could be here coming here but all the pokemon are becoming i mean um mcdonald's restaurants are becoming pokey stations or gyms or one of those so i think that's one of the first like sponsored things that we're gonna see uh, i don't think mcdonald's likes people burning off all that fat they're like no 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 we want you to have it i don't please don't take that the wrong way i love mcdonald's so i mean i have nothing negative to say about Pokemon Go, I, I think it's it's cool. Uh, it's not for me. I don't think I can. I'm I'm afraid to play it because if it is that addictive, uh, I I'm still playing Injustice on my phone. Wow. And, yeah. That's it, terrible. <laughs> yeah. Because they keep releasing new characters. I'm like, oh, I gotta have that character, and that's if that's how I am. I can only imagine a Pokemon. Because my wife is like, she's dead set on ca- catching all the Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, that's so their tag, to, like, catch you, them all. And it's you like, have to I drive have to around, and there's rare ones, there's extremely rare ones, there's legendary ones, and you have to drive around to find these things. Which is weird, too, because Uber is offering, Uber drivers are offering people to, to drive people around to different Pokestops. What was the other one? The, um, T-Mobile? Oh, T-Mobile, yeah. T-Mobile is offering free data 
for Pokemon Go users. So if you play Pokemon Go, it will take no data if you switch over to them, which is crazy. That because that's gonna eat up some data. Oh no, it, it definitely does. Uh, like I'm, I'm scared to see my phone bill for next month. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm guessing they probably think that you know, T-Mobile is what a tier three phone company. Yeah, here's the whole thing. Like, uh, I, I kind of work in a phone business as I talked earlier. It really doesn't cost a company more for you to use more data. We're the only country in the whole entire world that has limited data. It. Uh, well, I, I, I have unlimited. Yeah. for right now until they force you out of it uh if you live in japan like the, the minimum of it is it's unlimited but you have 30 megs a day gigabytes a day i'm sorry 30 gigabytes a day that's their limit that's that's a lot a day a day and i'm not talking about a month but like a month i would be happy with 30 gigabytes a day we're the only country that has limits on our phones like this so pokemon go it's awesome i'm not going to play it now i probably won't either. i have a windows operating phone it's not even out for my phone next up were you a, a big Power Ranger guy back in the day? I watched it. I watched the you know original American the original. version. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I was never like a like a diehard super fan, but I had I, all the the Zords. I you know why I, I liked it originally? It was just Voltron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we talked about. Uh, obviously, uh, I, I'm a big like Japanese robot guy. Mm-hmm. This was a Japanese show that was converted into um, America. Was American scenes overlaid over a Japanese TV show? It was right up my alley, even when I was a kid, because I was already into like Godzilla and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I really like Voltron, and yeah. then I also really like martial arts fighting. There you go. This I mean, is the kind of the best of both worlds. So. I, I did always find it kind of funny, like how they sucked before they morphed into like them. Them. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they were horrible at fighting, or they were okay, and then all of a sudden they're badass. Even like the the first season is uh the Yellow Ranger is a boy when it's in a Power Ranger suit because it was a boy in uh a Jap- Japan which was obviously not true in America it was the the Korean girl who was apparently really old playing a high school student so why we're talking about power rangers is because they are making a new power rangers which i'm pretty sure you heard of right now yeah it's been on the radar it's been on the radar for a while uh i think since the last time we done a podcast brian cranston has got uh cast as um zordon zordon so he is the weird milky face in that tube in the light thing he looks like a light hope from uh the the she-ra cartoon if y'all know what that is i i think I, I really like Brian Cranston. Yeah, obviously. Pretty much He's everything. Awesome, so. I mean, like, his goofy roles when he was in Malcolm in the Middle. I mean, obviously Breaking Bad. His movies. He's an, incredible, he's an incredible actor. And I'm, I'm interested, what is he going to do? Like, how, how is Zordon even going to look now? Because they got this amazing actor. He is saying it's going to be very different from what the TV show. They're like, this whole entire movie is going to be very different. It Well, part of the, the, the news thing is that it, a new image has leaked mm-hmm. or has been released. Pushed out, yeah. Um, of uh, Elizabeth Banks, who I love. Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I like her. I even like her commercials where she's doing the realty commercials. Yeah. I like those. She's but, good in Hunger Games. Um, of course slither yeah oh god yeah with, i forgot with, about that with yeah, our yeah, yeah. with our our, our king our, our, yeah, our, our king. king our liege uh nate civilian yeah she's she's great in so many things in this picture she she looks re- repulsive like Rita oh, repulsive. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> she's, um, but it looks like she's actually different. doing something it's different too uh the designs of it it's not like that over the top i think weird this is, i think this is going to be a really kind of uh, uh realistic take on what power rangers could be because the costumes are more not just a costume it looks like uh, it looks more iron manish meets kind of uh Giver. yeah yeah kind it's of Giver yeah. looking and rita obviously looks completely different than what she did in in this picture like, well she's not an old asian woman yeah well th- th- that does help she's actually she d- 
did nothing in the cartoon. I mean, uh, not she would yell. She yelled from her moon and she threw stuff. Uh, And this one, she's full. She had an arm, though, if you think about it, throwing that staff from the moon. All the way from the moon. Got it. Nailed it. (laughs) Got that monster, made him huge. Who was the the guy that. uh, Zordon? No. Uh, He was all. Zorg or. It was a Z. Yeah, it was a Z because he had a Z on his head. And he had like his brain showing. And all his muscles were showing. Yeah. His character design, I really always I remember he took her place or became the new leader and she became like after the movie or something right there anyway they released a program image of her as rita holding the yellow ranger by her throat this is like i think one of the first production shots we've seen from the movie so far the casting's all been great uh everybody looks good i don't know how well the movie is going to be well it when's it projected to be released next year it's 2017 yeah but uh you know what time of year i'm not not sure no because if it's if it's released in october they they're not planning on it doing super well really why yeah well that's just that's the time there's two dead times for movies and that's when they release the stuff that uh they don't spend a lot of money like deadpool for instance was released in february because they did not expect it to do that well right i guarantee the next deadpool movie will be a box a blockbuster slot yeah because it's summer and then winter christmas those are the two okay. big times. And then in between those, that's when they release these other movies. Well, I, I think the budget's pretty big on Star Power Rangers now. Maybe. I mean, you look at the name of the actors you're getting into. it. Well, two. I think all the other the Power Rangers are a bunch of unknown names. I think I don't know any. I have I haven't. I, yeah, I don't. None of them stuck out to me. But Brian Cranston is the only guy I really know. In I, her, I don't so. think Brian Cranston actually asks for that much money yeah. for things because he's in everything. He's he's in a lot of independent movies. So yeah. he, I don't think he requires a whole lot of money. I think he just likes doing stuff, kind of like Christopher Walken type of thing. You get Christopher Walken yeah. for anything. Christopher Walken and Samuel Jackson. Those are two guys that are very open about saying. We don't say no. Like Samuel L. Jackson's yeah. whole like job history is like I don't say no to things as long as I have time to do it. And that's I will that's do kind it, of what so. Christopher Walken says. He goes, "I'd rather be doing something than nothing." Right, right. And then talking about Brian Cranston and talking about it's not the same thing, but he was in Godzilla movie, uh, which it was okay. I mean, I like the Godzilla. I, I'm a big Godzilla fan. I'm okay fan of the newest movie. Um, I liked it okay. It was okay. Uh, yeah, I thought the Godzilla looked amazing. Yeah, he does. I, I actually. I wish I would have saw him more. Uh, <laughs> but see, you say that, and I, but then I, it would I make, exactly I make, like Alien. You know, I, I make the same joke. He's actually in the movie just as mount as he is in some of the old Godzilla movies. I mean, the movies are never. Uh, it's always about a human story and Godzilla kind of revolves is intertwined in it. Yes, it'd been nice to see a movie about Godzilla, but it's really no different from the Japanese Godzilla movies, well, which we're getting a new Japanese Godzilla movie called uh, Godzilla uh, Resurgence. I don't know if you've seen mm-hmm. the. Uh, he's got like very tiny T-Rex arms and you can see his muscle structure underneath. It's very weird. I don't know. But this was inspired by the American Godzilla movie doing well. So Japanese hasn't made, they haven't made a movie in like 10 years. So they decided to do another one. So, well, you know, I guess you're right about not showing Godzilla too much because it kind of plays into that alien aspect, you know, like not the, or in, in Jaws, movie? Jaws or oh, Alien, Jaws, yeah. you know, like how they don't show the character that much. It's just the idea of, uh, yeah, yeah I, I guess that's what the director was trying to do to me. It was such a tease so many times that they're about to show the monster and they cut away to something else. So. But then you have to, you have to look at Pacific Rim. Who would just over the top showed everything oh, all the yeah, time? Yeah, but that movie's awesome. I know, I love yeah. that movie. But that's what that was like. That's what you wanted all the time. You're like, I did. Oh, giant robots fighting giant monsters. 
that's everything I thought it could be. So speaking of monsters fighting each other, the next bit of news we're going to talk about is the uh, King Kong movies getting King Kong Skull Island is the name of it. Uh, it has Loki, uh, Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. is his name. Um, the first kind of promo image of it uh, came out today and it's Tom Hiddleston carrying a gun standing in front of a primate head. It's not King Kong's head because King Kong's not dead, but it's big. It's a big skull. It's yeah. a big skull. Like I said, I'm a big Godzilla, King Kong kind of fan. I like that kind of stuff. The only reason I really wanted to even talk about this is because they're talking about this movie uh, having a mashup with the Godzilla movie. <laughs> Jeez. Hollywood is running out of ideas for uh, sure. It, well, this is not a, that's not a new idea. I mean, Godzilla and King Kong. Obviously, it's not because that's a movie. Yeah, that's a movie. But what I'm saying is, is like not only are they just revamping older movies. Right. They're old revamping older cheesier movies Cheesier because the godzilla versus king kong back in the day i don't know if you've ever seen that movie doesn't make any sense at all even a sequel to that didn't have godzilla and it was like godzilla uh versus something uh godzilla fights frankenstein <laughs> there was a god there was a king kong that got electrocuted and all the 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 flesh melted off of him and he was a robot underneath and that's who king kong fought that's true i'm pretty sure that's close i haven't seen those movies in a while uh so anyway the king kong movie is coming out next year uh, i'll watch just because of loki yeah uh, he's pretty much great in anything uh he does very awesome fan service he's just a cool dude when he's dedicated to something he's pretty dedicated to it so it'll be a nice little step up from adrian brody though <laughs> i forgot he was in the yeah. first one yeah yeah god that movie see that that's not a terrible movie no it wasn't. If they would have shortened it by like 45 minutes oh, that's peter jackson what'd you expect good god i'll tell you this I got choked up in it. Did you? Oh, when, At what part? When he fell. Oh, did you? Oh, my God. It, you know, like, uh, animals, man. Love animals. Animals, there you go. And then once, once he fell, I was like, oh, oh, that poor guy. He didn't want... <laughs> he just took him out of his element. Oh, they, they deserved all of this. It's fine. Uh, I'm sure this movie's going to do good. I mean, it's... It'll, it'll at least do well yeah. in the box office enough and there's to make an, its money they're, back. They're based on a ride on it at Universal right now. I think, I think it just opened up, actually, Rain on Kong. Um, which replaced the old King Kong ride that was there. So, I mean, they're putting some market and money into it. So, All right. Next up is uh, I, something I'm pretty excited about is the Wonder Woman pictures that have uh, shown up. I got to be honest with you. Um, you she's can just, I, I, can't, I can't help it. I can't she's control so, myself. She's so she's pretty. She's so pretty. She's, she's aggravatingly pretty. Like, I don't even know if these are action shots and she just looks that pretty all the time. I don't know if they're doctored. I don't care. So we're talking about the new Wonder Woman movie that's about to come out. And uh, that has Gal Gadot Gal Gadot or something. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Who cares? She's she, she's Israeli, I think. Yeah. She so is. I mean, like, I, I I don't know. Anyway, uh, you could say what you want about Zack Snyder's Batman vs Superman. His casting was amazing. Yeah. And it I was. think it's the casting as bad as the movie is. The casting is going to continue to play out in a very positive way. I think, uh, especially seeing Wonder Woman and this new outfit that is not muted colors. It is the vibrant vibrant yeah. classic colors of wonder woman um which i always was kind of confused by that um i recently saw the wonder woman animated movie uh that had uh you know what's that chick felicity was the voice from... felicity was the voice yeah yeah i didn't even pay attention nathan fillion is uh was playing uh the pilot steve uh trevor that I, chris pine is taking up in this actually i have a problem with chris pine paying in this movie what's that i think if we talk about this actually in one of the other podcasts i think it's a waste of chris pine in the dc universe i think he should be playing no a we said character. that about carl urban okay yeah you're right i feel the same way about chris pine uh, yeah they're they're great people I, I think he's awesome i think he should be playing like green lantern he should play in hal jordan 
not no offense because i mean i i would love to play uh wonder woman's boyfriend too but i think it's a waste of chris pine yeah it could be but dc doesn't have the same kind of like story structure like marvel does so carl urban is more of a waste because yeah i mean he's he's great and i mean just seeing him as judge red just so immersed in something like that that he would have been great as a reoccurring character in the marvel universe but this one I don't think is as bad because DC doesn't really have that same kind of structure right, for their right. movies. Um, but the whole point was that I didn't understand why that she had American colors right, for right, her right. thing. Okay. And that movie kind of explains it. Yes, it does. If you don't understand Wonder Woman's backstory, I recommend that movie. It's very weird. What? Her backstory. Yeah. and It's, it, it, it's crazy. It, it was crazy. It didn't make a lot of sense to me until I watched this movie. And then it just kind of like summed it all up in a very nice package. Made out of clay. Sand. Sand. Okay. <laughs> Made out of sand. Greek. Greek gods. Gods, goddesses, war, all kinds of, I mean, I mean, watch it. See, I wonder what they do with the movie then. I wonder if they use some of those origin story stuff. Uh, Obviously, it's old. Yeah. Well, in, in, basically, living on the island, they're immortal. Right. Living on the island. I, I don't think they're immortal when they're off the island. They're only immortal on the on island. On the island. Yeah. And why it's invisible is because of, they explain that too. Right, like, right. Why okay. no one's ever come across them because they're an invisible island. Okay. Which explains the invisible, invisible plane. Mm-hmm. Which just so stupid. To me. So awesome. It's still stupid. So to awesome. Me. It's stupid. I'm I'm actually looking forward to the Wonder Woman movie uh, more than Batman for Superman. I, we did a review on Batman for Superman, um, but the director's cut apparently is getting it is apparently way better. Um, I've it, I've heard that too. It, it's supposed to be way more in line with Zack Snyder's original, which I don't particularly. I hear care. it's like well over three hours. Oh yeah, it is. I haven't started. Uh, I think it comes out this week, so I'm gonna get it when it comes out on. Blue. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. I really like. It the can't casting. be no worse. I, I really like the casting. So I mean, yeah, I'm to... it, like um, Ben Affleck's awesome as Batman, dude. That one fight scene. It's, if they just did that fight scene, I would have just been happy. So apparently, it fleshes out some of the scenes. You know, some of the things that didn't make sense in the original movie. Um, it explains a little bit more. Obviously, it should because it has three hours more to explain everything. So I'm gonna get that. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I give Zack Snyder a lot of crap about his movies. But I'm going to give the director's cut a chance. So. Uh, Suicide Squad comes out soon, which I'm way more excited about than anything else. I, I like the casting in that, too. Yeah, Suicide Squad to be is either going to be... It's going to be beautifully amazing or complete crap. And it's going to, it's not going to be in between. It's going to be one of those. Yeah, yeah you're gotta, probably right. They have a lot of like uh, Deadpool marketing that they're doing right now. They're trying to like tap into that kind of uh, market. And it's definitely, I don't, it's, it's going to be amazing or it's going to be, it's going to be crap. I don't which, know. Which is weird. If they're doing a Deadpool type situation, they're doing a lot of still imagery where Deadpool was interacting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, now they're, you're starting to see a lot more of the Joker in the, which I'm surprised at joker's not doing commercials now and stuff like that but i I thought they were going to keep joker on the back burner until you saw the movie no i mean like i think we there's like mostly five or six scenes they've done shown with the joker i was hoping we weren't going to see that because i don't think he's going to be in the movie much i don't think the movie's about him i think they're just using him for the marketing could be could be i mean like suicide squad was also uh one of those kind of like gardens of the galaxy storylines for me that I was aware of it, but I didn't follow it because it wasn't right, huge. Right. Um, and it, it's not like that I don't like the smaller stuff. It's just, it was such a niche for that sort of thing that I think that's kind of the reason why Gardens of the Galaxy did so well is because it was so unknown, Different. unknown for, for mass audiences that they kind of were able to do whatever they wanted. And it's well done. It is well done. It's super Absolutely. Well done. I'm not debating that at yeah. all, but also there wasn't a lot of like uh, people going like already Jared Leto's gotten crap for being Joker. And right, right. The only issue I have with Jared Leto as Joker is I don't necessarily like the the design the tattoos or well the the grill 
tattoos aside, it's different. The, but uh, it's more in line with how Joker is in the comic books right now. I think that's how he is portrayed. Yeah, right and now. and I'm uh, Jared Leto has always done really good stuff. Yeah, uh, he's, he's kind a of a guy actor. that embraces the character. So I, I am not concerned about him playing a very believable psychotic. He Joker. is following Heath Ledger as playing Joker, and this is gonna get me crap Heath Ledger was okay as I, Joker. I really liked him I like I liked it I don't think it's the end-all end-all Joker well we've only had three three no 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 I don't even Four, count, count I don't even Campbell. I don't even count Jack Nick well, we've had more than that since 66 Batman but yeah I don't even count Jack Nicholson Jack Nicholson played himself with makeup he was awesome but he definitely didn't play anything different than he normally does right it, it was that, awesome. that's the first time i've ever heard anyone say anything about that what i've, I've never heard anyone say anything else but jack nicholson was amazing no as, he was as, amazing as, well saying he captured the joker so he well, did not see jack nicholson played jack nicholson well yeah because he a, played that he's a psychopath he's a psychopath <laughs> you watch that movie compared to any other jack nicholson movie that ever came around about that same time it was the same character he was wearing makeup in that movie it's awesome it, it it's great it fit into tim burton's dream of or vision of that but it wasn't nothing that's that's just an interesting take i've never i've never heard that do you not I've, see that no i see i absolutely see yeah. it now mm-hmm. i mean now it's like this perception that i had is crushed <laughs> i mean like it doesn't you know change my opinion of him being great at it but it definitely i like, think it opens up to we've like we've never seen a scary joker and we we joker should be scary in the comic book he blows up school buses full of kids because he thinks it's funny we've never seen that joker i think we're about to see that joker yeah he does he, he looks like he's on the verge of complete psychopath exactly. and being okay with it uh heath ledger's joker very controlled he he he's very diabolical it wasn't random. He he knew exactly what he was doing it's, at all times. It se- yeah, it seemed like he was crazy, but he definitely had plans. Yeah, exactly. He was a very intelligent there tactician. There is no way Joker is planning out the things that Heath Ledger's Joker did. There's just too much random to him. It does kind of show he had he, some kind of military training exactly. in that Joker. I have problem. This is a whole another story for another podcast, but I don't, I don't particularly care for Nolan Batman movies. Which is blasphemy to tons of people, I'm sure. I, I, I really enjoyed... I like Chris Nolan movies. I like movies. them. Yeah, no, I, I like the movie for, for movies. I don't think they're good Batman movies, though. Well, Chris Nolan always had that issue of making things as believable yeah. as possible. It, I don't it, think my superheroes should be realistic. I don't know. It just kind of depends. I, yeah. I really enjoyed them. Um, and sometimes a lot of the uh, more off-the-wall ones I still enjoy. Like, I don't know. It, I guess it just kind of depends on... I don't have a set perception of what a movie should be like. With yeah, yeah, comic, yeah, with comic book movies, right, right, because uh, there's so many different variations of things. Um, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is the next thing we're going to talk about. I mean, if you think about it, the main character, Star Lord, who is amazing in the movie, never existed in early on Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, no, it was about a, actually all these Guardians, other than Gamora. Yondu, Yondu, no, Gamora, was, Gamora was not one of the original Guardians of the Galaxy. No, but she was in there. She was, she was in yeah, the yeah. earlier versions. Very different. She wore and like Drax. this very. Drax was a completely different character. Looks completely different he is actually a human from earth that was uh granted some kind of like power, power by from, thanos yeah or one of the yeah, i think it's a titan maybe one of the other titans um but he's not a human in the new movie anyway we're talking about the james gunn put out their first production uh concept artwork of uh guardians of the galaxy movie and james gunn's obviously the director of guardians of the galaxy volume two and one in this picture we see gamora 
Nebula. Which was the girl from Doctor Who. She's with the team, so I think that might actually say something. She might be part of the team. Uh, Mantis, which is a character from the comic book, and I think she might be in the cartoon, too. She's in the cartoon. Yeah, she, she was in for one episode. Uh, Mantis is this, she's a green girl. She has antenna. They call her Mantis. Yondu is in the picture. Drax, Rocket, and... Baby Groot. Boop, boop, baby Groot. And he's adorable, too, because yes. they're, when they're tinier... Cute. Everything's cuter. That's why these uh, pop vinyl things do so well. Yeah, they're adorable. exactly. But I was kind of joking around with another guy I work with that Baby Groot is there to save money. It's less to render. You don't have to like do this big old giant Groot. And you can also do the Groot thing. You can throw him at somebody and he grows instantly and crushes people. I don't think they're too worried about saving money, though. <laughs> no, this movie's going to make tons of the, money. The first one was so amazing. It has all the same actors, same director. James uh, Gunn. That, James Gunn's awesome, by the way. I love James Gunn. James Gunn has been a director that's flown under the radar for far too long. Yeah, it's definitely. good he's getting this kind of recognition. Uh, he started off in a trauma, making trauma movies. He made Slither. Yeah, he made Slither. Slither's awesome. He wrote Scooby Doo too. Yes, I he, did know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, which awesome. I enjoyed. Yeah, it was, I, I, it's it was a guilty dumb. pleasure of me. It's, a, it it's dumb, dumb, but but yeah, I, I did like that one. So, I liked I like seeing actually even the pup named Scooby Doo. Exactly. Films. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, so this picture got released, and uh, Star-Lord's wearing, like, some kind of body armor kind of thing? Looks like body armor. Yeah. We don't know much about more about the story. We know, I think today is some kind of picture of Thanos leaked out. So we, we know Thanos is maybe in this movie as a practical effect uh, also. And so he's going to be in the movie more. So that comes out next year. And we're going to, Comic-Con's next weekend, so. There's going to be a lot, a of, lot news. of news. So next episode, we'll we'll touch base on a lot Comic-Con, of that stuff. Yeah. That, uh, even though this has been a very long news segment, but uh, obviously... Next week will, or next month will be even more so. We go ahead and move into nerd talk. We're going to take a small little break right here, but make sure you check out everything on somewhatnerdy.com. We'll be right back. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And we are going to talk about some nerd talk right now. Nerd talk. 
And uh, we're going to talk some about some stuff near and dear to me. Comic books. Comic books? Comic books. Love them. Love always them. have. Probably always will. I think I'm more into them now than I, than I was as a kid. It's opposite for me. Really? Yeah, I, I read nothing anymore. All, all I do is read comic books. Actually, most of the stuff, like, I have a coffee table, uh-huh. and it's all comic book stuff. Okay. I have, like... It comic books. I have Calvin Hobbes complete collection. Oh, well, everybody I have, has that. Any oh, good human being. I have it hardbound. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We I have like all the um, sets. So, uh, also have a lot of like artists and stuff. But some of some of the stuff I really like are some unique stories of comic books. And I feel like some some people should read them because they're novel based for me. It's right. like this is this is the thing you should read. I have uh, twenty long boxes full of comic books. Yeah, I'm in the phase now of selling all 20 long boxes. I'm in the phase of trying to cut back because I don't read comic books anymore. Uh, the whole, and we talked about this in the, uh, I think our first podcast, the whole reason Somewhat Nerdy is a thing is because me and a bunch of other nerds met each other in our local comic book shop. That comic book shop is gone. We have another comic book shop in town, but it's not the same. Um, once that original school of comics shut down, I kind of just fell off. And then comic books got really stupid. Well, and that's why you got to find the good stories, man. Yeah, I there know. I should there. probably move into like some of the independent stuff that I was into, like Walking Dead and uh, Hack Slash or uh, Lock Chew, and Key. Chew uh, which I think you're going to talk about in a little bit, are all great independent comic books. The superhero stuff, Marvel and DC, just seems to really dumb right now. Really kind of depends on the stories that you're reading. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, so yeah, obviously yeah. you find a good story arc, um, which the, is what our nerd talk is about, right. specifically our favorite story arcs. Um, you will find that some of those independent stories about you know your superheroes are fantastic. Right. The last comic book I really think I was really into was the Master of the Universe comic book that DC put out. Oh, that's a shocker. Yeah, I imagine that. <laughs> that's a shocker um, there. They did a Master of the Universe versus the Justice League comic book, uh, which was awesome. Um, really? How did that even work? Uh, it was some kind kind of interdimensional thing he-man can beat up superman obviously he's he-man's based off magic yeah and obviously that's his weakness magic yeah so that was really good and then they had the ongoing he-man comic book that was real it was awesome it was really good and then they just announced and i think we're going to see more of it at comic-con past weekend because we're recording this in the past he-man versus thundercats yes i did hear i did i did see that so I I love Thundercats. Obviously, my name is Snarf Chris, uh, and I love He-Man. So they're gonna have a comic book based on those two. So I'm interested in that. Those are probably gonna be the only comic books I'm gonna buy anytime in the future. Well, I like to borrow. So I, right. what I buy, I buy and share. I, it's not something to collect. It's something because I want right, to read right. them. So I like to buy trades or complete stories. But one I've been uh I've been following for a couple of years now, and it was random. You know, I went into a comic book store. I'm like, I'm looking for something new to read. What do you recommend? And this guy suggested Chew. And it's a very, very cool story about this psychopath, which is the guy that gets a psychic connection with food. From whatever he eats, he gets a, a inkling of what, what the, happened with that food. Which, I read the first issue. I think he eats a chicken, and like he, he knows the... This explained in layman terms. He knows that chicken's whole entire life. Right. If he eats a hamburger, he knows that cow's life. life. And death. And death. How it died. It goes to fruit, too? Yeah, it's everything. So it's anything. Anything. The only anything thing, alive. Anything. The only thing that doesn't he doesn't have a connection with is beets. Really? Beets. That's the only thing. That's why he eats. Okay, I've seen the image of him eating beets. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why he eats mostly beets because he gets overwhelmed with all the stuff that he, he finds out okay. from food. He's a detective? He's a, he's a detective. A cop? With, uh, no, he's with the uh, FDA, Food and Drug Association. And okay. it becomes the most powerful entity, uh, government entity in the world because of the bird flu wiped out 
have like most of the world's population. Oh, so this is kind of alternate alternate timeline. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, it, it's it's that's the kind of thing. So everything bird is illegal. You can't eat chicken. It's illegal. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, and that's why there's a lot of chicken things in here. Poultry, turkeys, eggs. Everything is illegal. Okay. All right. All right. This is uh, we, we live in uh, Louisiana. It's a local guy, right? Um, the artist is local. Artist is local. Yeah. Okay. He's uh, he went to UL University of Lafayette. Um, he graduated with well, a friend of mine, and he told me that he goes, he's always drawn like that. And that's just his style. He has a very unique style. And when I say unique, I mean it is unmistakable to any other artist. Rob Gilroy. Well, this this book has won Eisner Awards. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, I just finished the last trade that came out, and it wrapped up the story of Chew. But apparently, there's still more. There's still one little bit. But the, I talked to the uh, at the last Comic Con in Louisiana. He said he's wrapping up the entire series in the next couple months or in the next couple issues or whatever. So there's one last story that I don't know much about, and I won't talk about it now. But so I want to get back to the beginning. But it's what I really like about this particular story beginning. And, and that's what I really love about stories in general. Right, Movies, right, right. comic books especially. I mean, I, sometimes I feel like comic books lose a lot of traction. Spawn was an amazing car- uh, comic book until it kept going. It had an ending, and it just kept going. And I feel like that's one of those things that you can ruin a comic book franchise. By keep adding to by it. By keeping, yeah, keeping it going too long because it was making money until they drive into the ground. This detective, he's kind of like a, a loner type guy, has his power. And in the very first comic book, his partner and him go to this speakeasy chicken joint. Yeah, that's nice. They're, they're speakeasy awesome. chicken okay. joints. And, uh, Maybe that's what I remember. I think I only read the first one. So Yeah, and his partner is all about eating chicken. He likes it, whatever. But something happened. This cook cut his thumb and bled into the soup that John Chu Cho John Cho ate that's the character's name John Cho and he ended up tasting that guy's blood and got it in the that guy the cook was a serial killer and that's how he found out that's how yeah he found out the cook was a serial killer because he tasted his blood in the soup so he went so back so he could see him killing all the people yes Okay. So he he realized who it was, and he goes in the kitchen to arrest the guy, and then that guy throws a like a a butcher a butcher's cleaver at his partner, hits him in the face, and then you know John is about to you know inter you know arrest him and tear him, but the the guy slits his own throat because he's like, no, you're not getting any information out of me, and it, it's very brutal because he's like, I'm getting this information one way or the other, and starts eating the guy. So he solves a lot of crimes by eating people okay. after the fact. There's a lot of this throughout this story. That's awesome. It's it's so off the wall. There are things that like he'll save frozen parts of people there's there's a part where he saves a frozen part of someone that he lost and he eats it and he has this like reminiscent thing and so he he saves like family members so he can like relive no it it plays into the story very well it's not it's not like he has this this. it's i'll I'll let you borrow all the ones that i have i'm missing a couple because i loaned them out but i'll get them back i had this whole entire series and i sold it you should have read it. Yeah, I know. If you I haven't read, read it, it, it's it's great. I mean, the... It was one of the... Like, uh, as I, I was going through my comic books and started selling stuff, this was one of the first things I sold, I think. Yeah. Just because somebody was really interested in it. So. it. It was good. And I have pretty much all my uh, all of my books are signed by Rob and the uh, writer. And apparently, this is a really cool little tidbit. They are making a show about it. Starring really? Stephen Wynn from Walking Dead. Really? It's an animated... Okay, it's animated. Yeah. Okay. Which, which I... Regular I, TV or... I'm not sure. He didn't give me all that like information. Or DVD or... It might, I think it might be Netflix okay okay it might be a streaming thing but oh, that's awesome either way i mean like i think with this this art is so cool i mean it's weird it's strange for sure because i've never seen like a comic book art like this um i think it would only do really well as an anime th- i would prefer to see it as animated because it's so unique and i hope they follow that same kind of art yeah their art's pretty awesome Look i mean it's some it, it's, right it's weird exaggerations and and things but it's there's a lot of easter eggs in it too if you actually look at the comic book and the panels there's stuff going on in backgrounds information like posters 
hanging up and things. It was just really kind of funny. Again, this kind of plays into something me and you are both into. I didn't realize this comic book was a alternate like dimension world universe thing. I really did not know that even when I was reading the book. I didn't even think about that. I mean, they kind of explained like the very yeah, beginning. Maybe I just, just not paying attention. Maybe I wasn't. I, mean, I really need to go back and read all these comic books then. That's interesting, especially if a local artist. So. Local artist, great art. I mean, and then there's things that happen. And when I when they wrapped up the, the final thing of the main story art, I kind of forgot about this other thing, and then they brought it back up, and I'm like, oh, okay, so I have a little bit of this left. So I'm excited. I'm really nice. excited to finish it up uh, when, when they when they release everything. So I would highly recommend it if you haven't read it. I don't want to give too much away because it's it's a long, long story, and it's mm. very co- complicated. Right. Um, but if you read it, it's very entertaining, very funny. There's all kinds of different uh, people with food-based powers. It's all about people with food-based oh, really? powers. Oh, yeah. okay. They have people that can uh, sculpt chocolate into weapons. What? Yeah. Um, they have people that can get super strength from eating. They have people that get um, can make pictures if you if you like take a photograph and then if you lick it it tastes exactly like the food that he photographs what yeah it's it's all kinds of random things i mean it's really it's really cool there's a there's another guy that like if he eats food he takes on the persona of that food so if he eats like chicken his face will turn into a chicken what or a burger or whatever i mean it's just whatever he decides to eat he turns into that ever (laughs) yeah but it's just interesting because he's a politician nice and (laughs) it's it's kind of funny but since chicken's illegal he would always uh, like i'm as like one of his campaign things i'm as american as apple pie he takes a bite of apple pie and turns into an apple pie his face turns into an apple pie but then like they showed this another thing where he's in this like kind of sleazy motel and he's in this motel eating chicken and he's a john busts in on him he's a giant chicken leg obviously (laughs) it's illegal he's doing some scandalous stuff it's just funny all right well you sold me on it i'm definitely going to check this out um i would recommend it uh if anyone else that's hasn't checked it out um check it out you know uh what chew 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 not to be confused with the show the daytime talk show where they talk about food. the chew the chew that's the chew that's two other things they actually address that in the comic book do they yeah that's awesome they say something, that's some bullcrap uh show that steals our name how long is this comic book and when did this comic book come out do you know I think it came around uh, came out around 2009. Uh, okay, all right. Wow, okay. And now I kind of regret that I sold them all. Because I, mean, I think I had one of them signed, too. I have most of mine signed, so... All right, all right. I mean, and again, that adds nothing to it. No, nothing, but that's But awesome. it's, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Chris? What you got? I love X-Men. Ever since I was a kid, uh, my grandma brought me a subscription to pretty much every single Marvel comic book, so I got to have them all delivered to my house. I don't even, I don't even think they still do that. Yeah, because if they did, man, I'd be doing that now. Yeah, yeah. That's that awesome. Be, you can do that like through uh, Comicology. You can actually get the physical comic uh, delivered to you. Um, or pull box online, I think is what the other one is. Uh, so anyway, I had every almost every Marvel comic book delivered to me since I was a very young age, which started my whole addiction of collecting comic books which now i regret because now i have too much and my other love is and it's something i talk about on comic book i mean uh, on the podcast all the time alternate reality oh my god we talk about that a lot i mean it started from ghostbusters y- yes jeremiah sliders ghostbusters anything like that any kind of uh what was Qu- quantum leap kind of alternate reality stuff any kind of stuff like that it has like your norm comic books and it completely turns things on the head where there's like differences i love see uh, i always found those super confusing <laughs> they're awesome i was a little kid i was confused all the time about stuff i'm like wait 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 wait, wait. what he's a bad guy in this universe that kind of thing. It would be- that or like why costumes look different. Yeah, that's awesome. So what I'm talking about is Age of Apocalypse. I love Age of Apocalypse. It's one of my favorite storylines of all entire time. Really? I I mean, I know it. Mm-hmm. I know of it. I've right, never right. read it personally. Okay. It's Age of Apocalypse came out in 1995. So I was uh, 12. 
Okay. Comic book I'm, prime I'm, time. I am in comic book. That's the prime time prime of comic book right age. Now. Yeah. So you got your, this is right after, not right after, but a little bit after Jim Lee's X-Men, which has already turned all of us kind of on our heads. Um, and I'm I'm buying comic books regularly. I'm getting comic books delivered to me. And this m- might have came out right after my comic book subscription stopped. Right. I'm walking through a store and I see the first issue of Age of Apocalypse. And it has all these characters that I know, X-Men characters, and these alternate costumes mm-hmm. that you don't recognize. Right. Wolverine has one arm. Cyclops has one eye. Magneto has long hair with braids in it, and he's holding Rogue. <laughs> and I'm like, the what, 90s are weird, man. what is this? So I grab it, and I have no idea what's going on. Apocalypse owns the universe. He, he owns Earth. He is now cultivating human DNA to try to make mutants. He he is making an apocalypse for uh, the human race. This is only cool to me because it's alternate reality. Really, nothing else. Oh no, the story's good. I mean, the story's pretty. I mean, it's pretty interesting. This took over all of Marvel Universe during that time, though. Uh, all the X Men books got switched over to Age of Apocalypse. What is it? What does that mean? Um, so if it was X Men, like the Jim Lee book, uh-huh. it was astonishing X Men for uh-huh. little, amazing X Men. I can't remember what it was. So if it was Wolverine, Wolverine book was not Wolverine book for four months, five months. It was oh. Weapon X. Oh, that's cool. So if you're reading Wolverine, all of a sudden it just changed for you. It wasn't Wolverine anymore. Do it they, was Weapon do they X. explain it at all? No, they don't explain it. Wow. It just picks up at Weapon X because that character, Wolverine, doesn't exist anymore. It's Weapon X now. So you start reading this and you're not sure how these things are happening, why these things are happening. And the whole storyline starts because Legion, which is Professor X's son, decides if he time traveled, went back, killed Magneto, his dad would have less problems in life. Good in theory. Uh, Bishop is also around at this time, sees that what Legion is going to do, decides to go back in time with him to try to stop him. He tries to kill Magneto with a gun. Of course, Professor X sees this about to happen and being all Professor X-y, stands in the way of the bullet, takes the bullet for Magneto. Magneto, I mean, Professor X is killed. Magneto never turns evil. Really? Never turns evil. He takes up the mantle in the place of uh, Professor X and starts the X-Men himself in the honor of his friend that got killed because he doesn't know his son killed him or anything like that. Timeline-wise, this is when Apocalypse sees this on the news and goes, ah, this is a good time to take over the world. he sitting around in his underwear? Yeah, his Apocalypse underwear? Um, yep, about time to rule the world. <laughs> Let me turn this off. I'm... All right, I'm going to I'm going to finish this last slice of pizza and then I'm <laughs> moseying on down conquer the world. Let's get it going. Uh it's the time and the way it's kind of explained to you, uh Apocalypse never tries until later um because he knows Professor X would have stopped him. Well, Professor X is dead. And it kind of lights something in him that he didn't realize he had before to try to take over the world. And he realized it's super easy if he puts his mind to it. (laughs) Hear that, everybody? Just believe in your dreams. (laughs) Believe in your dreams. Apocalypse did it. Anyone can do it if Apocalypse Um, can do it. So that mortal mutant. (laughs) Nice. That pretty much puts it on a pace where nobody can stand in front of him. It changes all of the Marvel Universe, all the way down to Spider-Man, Captain America, Hulk, and Fantastic Four. Don't exist because they never go off a planet. Spider-Man never is bit by a spider. Well, see, that's a shame because Spider-Man is uh, one of my top three favorite characters uh, ne- of all time. Ne- he's Peter Parker, but he's never Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, Peter Parker's fine, but like you know, knowing that he's that powerful, I always like Spider-Man. Right, yeah, yeah. So hearing um, that kind of hurts me. Luke Cage is not around. He was not big in the 90s, so he 
he he's not involved in the storyline. That was the only thing that's upsetting to so this. So who were some of the, the most prominent people in the storyline? Obviously Magneto. Magneto and Rogue are married. Wow. They okay. have a kid together. How that happened? He is able to control the magnetic field around him to so he, when they were doing it, he has a magnetic condom. <laughs> yes, he His does. His whole body, has but they a have a they have a condom. kid now. Oh. How did that kid not just get soaked up? No idea. She might have the powers, or it has same DNA as uh, Rogue, so it can't affect the same DNA. Sure, I mean, that's <laughs> okay, not, okay, that's not. I just explain it Whatever. myself. One of the other cool characters is uh, Nightcrawler. Uh, Nightcrawler in our universe six one six is very religious. He, that's a defining trait of the uh, the character. Uh, he has no religion in the uh, Age of Apocalypse. What's he like then? All right, let's put this under. I really like Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's a well-designed. Uh, you also character. like uh, Deadpool. We'll tell a Nightcrawler Deadpool story since you like Deadpool a lot. Uh, Deadpool is not called Deadpool in this universe. He's called Dead Man Wade. Okay. Uh, instead of being funny, he is very, very hardcore. Oh, like, I was gonna. I thought serious. you were gonna go NPR no, version. Like <laughs> very, very serious. No jokes. No nothing like that. He's like, I'm here to do a job. Let's let's kill people. Nightcrawler, which is also very hardcore in this kind of, in this uh, universe, uh, teleports to Wade's head, teleports it off his body, and then drops it into the ocean. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So, um, is Nightcrawler? He's a good guy then. He is a good guy. He's still a good guy. Yeah, well, all these people are in a war, so they kill and they... Well, like no, that. I know that. I mean, I'm, I don't... That that I don't have an issue with. Um, I'm not here to say Batman never kills anybody or anything. Nice. <laughs> but uh, I will say that, you know, it's just interesting because, like, this when I was kind of brushing up on this, good guys are bad guys, bad guys are good guys. I'm just confused. Yeah, um... Let's put it put it some other ones. Um, Juggernaut Kane never a bad guy. He still has power. Really? Juggernaut, but he works to try to save human. That, well, okay, that's because so. he's always been like a psychopathic villain. Uh, like, uh, makes no not, sense. Villain, not always. So, sometimes, sometimes he isn't. I mean, he was just like one of these. Like as a character, he's very self absorbed and kind of, only yeah. this. He works for Destiny, um, which Destiny leads the Savage Land, and that's where it's a human uh, refugee. So okay. all the humans go there to try to escape from the apocalypse, and he is the gatekeeper. For for that place. Yeah. Morn, who is Angel, never got turned into Archangel. He never meets Apocalypse. He leads a place called Heaven. Um, Lame. Yeah. <laughs> Lame. Imagine that. Uh, which is also a neutral ground between mutants and humans. Wolverine is called Weapon X. Uh, he only has one hand, which was blown off by Cyclops. Cyclops is a bad guy that works directly under Apocalypse that leads the prison cells that actually hold the uh, a mutants that kind of rebel against apocalypse him and havoc actually um this is one of the few universes that uh wolverine and Jean gray are together in this universe oh good for uh, him finally got that yeah girl. exactly all that chasing uh so anyway it's it's always a comic book series i i own all the original copies i own it in trade i own special edition gold copies that have like these foil covers <laughs> i have some hologram copies of this thing i'd love this storyline and it's so self-contained we don't have to read anything else okay because I, I kind of I love that because now they're doing they do the main story like Blackest Night right, story right. and then there's offshoots and like once you read Blackest Night you're like okay read it you're like no 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 then there's what was going on here going on here right right, right. and it's like it's a never ending um, like and you know what and this is actually a very important detail of Age of Apocalypse it introduces one of my favorite side characters uh, Blink Blink is a, is a Blink Blink is a pink girl um, that was raised by uh, Sabretooth Sabretooth is a good guy in this universe like he he was sometimes a good guy in uh, the sometimes. regular universe uh, he's not like the regular 616 at all that's saber tooth right there actually okay he finds blink blink has these like dagger looking things and they make portals into different things blink is awesome uh, blink was also later adopted into the exiles comic book so anyway uh awesome comic book highly recommend it 
you can get this comic book a million different ways nowadays. So definitely check it out. A lot of these characters have actually been adopted into, I think, some of the modern comic book. I think Nightcrawler's in our universe now, 616 universe, um, and maybe some of the other characters. Um, it's good. If you haven't read it, read I, I, well, then I'm going to check it out. It's, it's very good. So. I always like reading comics, so... Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to check that out. Um I actually have one more. Uh it's it's one of these things that it's a story arc that I've I'll, I'll start th- I'll start off by saying I've never been a huge Superman fan. And part of the reason why I never really was a huge Superman fan is because I couldn't identify him. And if you one of my favorite characters is Spider-Man, it's because I can identify with him quite a bit. Not you know, nothing to do with losing uh, parents or anything. Powers, yeah, but yeah. or I'm just talking about as a person. Right, He's person. like kind of a nerdy kid. Kind of a smart aleck. Eh, eh, me. Um, You know, people try to bully you, but you weren't good at being bullied. So you stood up for yourself even though you knew you were going to lose. And that's something that I always kind of liked about Peter Parker. He was, yeah, he may have been like kind of viewed as a weakling, but he really wasn't. He was a very strong individual, and I really liked that. And Superman was portrayed, yeah, he has weaknesses, kryptonite magic, red sunlight, all this stuff. But he was always, with those physical weaknesses, he was still like perfect. He was the Boy Scout. You know, he was infallible and, you know, everything kind of was okay for him he seems very hard to write yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. he would be a character that would be very hard to write and this 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 book that i'm about to talk about superman earth one uh captured a lot of the things that i needed to see about superman to make me like him as a person in this book you know he talks about like coming of age like he doesn't he's having trouble figuring life out i mean who hasn't been there He's like, he has all these powers and everything. Especially as an alien. As an alien. And they tackle that. Because what I kind of forget about Superman is that he is from an advanced alien race. So he's already naturally smarter than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Which they never really talk about. This mm-hmm. comic book. He's trying to figure out his kind of job, what he he should do with his life. He tries out for sports. He nails it. Yeah, crushes exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. They, don't look, they look at him. He's like, he's not very big. How is he a, a defensive tackle? Dominates, right? Same thing with baseball. Same, and then, like, he's good at everything. Yeah. But he's not happy because he goes like, none of that is what I want to do. It doesn't fulfill me does it ever go on to the like the because i never read this but i'm always been a superman fan i've read superman since i was little does it go on to the fact that like he holds back yes all right yes it does um and that 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 would aggravate you if if i had to hold back in everyday life that would suck yeah i mean they talk about that in one of the there's three volumes of it that i know of i think there might be a fourth coming out and the second volume he's fighting parasite which makes it a really interesting story arc because he is uh obviously he's they tackle the thing he's a virgin he is a you know like a young or uh, late 20s he's a virgin so parasite sucks out his powers and that was the one time he's about to just finally end that drought nice <laughs> and then as he's as it's about to happen he gets he's like he's like oh man it's gonna happen. he's super excited i mean he was about to die but you know he's about to get some yeah. so he's pretty happy about that then right when he's about to he sees through the chick's skin and he's like crap 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 and it shows how aggravated he is that he can't do it it's just funny to see these things and it makes you understand like wow i never realized that I mean, like, yeah, they tackled it in Jay and Silent Bob, mm-hmm. but, you know, that was, you know, in Mallrats, but that's more of a joke type of thing. You didn't realize it, like... I've always been a Superman fan. I've always seen that humanity, um, part of him, um, being raised right, um, <clears throat> the holding back of his powers, never fitting in, but always constantly trying to fit in, I guess. I never saw it before this. Yeah. And, that, and, you know, I think this because that's what this whole book is about, him trying to find himself. Right. And when I, you know, when I was a kid, I was at the mercy of my parents of when I could buy comic books. Right. You know, if I bought a comic book one month, I'd buy a couple or whatever. They wouldn't take me back again. You know, it might be two months and then you get you, that gap. You, you have enough comic books. Yeah. They're like, we just bought you. So you don't it's need a monthly it. book, mom. And she read comics. I don't know why she did that. Did she? Yeah. What? Well, that's awesome. Yeah, my mom's favorite character is Green Lantern. What? Yeah. Hal Jordan? Yeah. 
Okay. You know, uh, my dad didn't. My dad read comic books, and that's how uh, I got into comic books. So. Yeah, that's why you got in the Luke Cage thing, huh? Yeah. No, actually. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Luke Cage is something that my my uh, dad brought me all of the old 70s one. <clears throat> uh, and also, he's the best comic book character ever. <laughs> so. You know, part of it, though, was, you know, since I had those gaps in it, you know, you only read, like, one issue of a comic book, and it's, like, Superman. That, you know, I don't really get the, I didn't get the full effect of what his you know, a whole storyline. And so this one, it's an independent type of thing. I, they did on a couple of self-contained story. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if they haven't mentioned it really anyone else. You know, there's a Batman earth one, which I'm actually not a fan of that one. So this is a different, so this is the 52 thing. This is a completely different, different, completely Superman, different completely model story. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It has nothing to do with so this 50, is earth one Superman. Yes. They have an earth one Batman as well. I think. Artwork's awesome. The artist for this is amazing. Like annoyingly as a person that draws, he's annoyingly good because you're like, I, I will never get to that point. I will never be that good at drawing. Oh, I know the uh, the writer too, Michael Scrinskry. Uh, How you say that last name? Michael. Oh, that's that sounds Polish. Strike. Kowski. Yeah, okay. Anyway, he's wrote other things I know of. It's it's a fantastic... Yeah, he's, he's a good writer. It's it's a really cool story. Shane that... Davis, who does the pencil for this, I, I don't think I've heard of him, but I, I do like his artwork now. They're looking at this. Yeah, it's... It, I've, I was thoroughly impressed with his artwork. It's it's a really cool story. If, if you think Superman has too many powers or whatever, this is a great story to read. Okay. Even if you just don't think that. I mean, because there are times that he kind of does Yeah, I don't think that. that. Like, like, like I said, it, it's, it's something I always under, understand from reading uh, Superman. I think I read Superman from the 80s on, pretty much, off and on. I've always saw him more human than Batman. Batman is... They, they make him too powerful for a person not, not that has no more powers. Not uh, more unrelatable than Superman. I'm more relatable to Superman as a human being well, than you, I am to Batman. See, see, now that I've read this, right. now I'm seeing things more. Right, right, you know, right. it's, It goes back to what we were talking about, the uh, breaking your perspective of something. Right, okay. So, yeah. like, now I can go back and look. This dude just wants a life. He wants a normal life. He is the most powerful person on the planet. Doesn't want any of it. Doesn't want any of it. Right. He wants a family. He wants to find love. He wants to, like, feel accepted. And then Batman's, like, completely opposite. I, I, he's like, I, I don't, want to be Batman. Yeah, he's like, I don't care about any, anything else besides... But justice. Yes. And, like, you know, Super, <clears throat> Superman does all that, but I kind of like the fact that this kind of introduced something new to me about Superman, which is great in a story arc. So Found a new appreciation. Earth-1 Superman. Super, Earth-1 Superman. I will check that out, too. True and Earth-1 Superman. And mine was uh, Age of Apocalypse. These and I will are, be definitely checking that out. Those are all great storylines. De- definitely check these out. And any listeners out there, feel free to write in, uh, comment on Facebook, Twitter, email us, and let us know what some of your favorite story arcs are. We're, we'd be interested to know. I'm always looking for new stuff to read, so recommend something. I'll read it. Uh, definitely. Uh, please let us know. Um, you know, sending us emails at somewhat nerdy, somewhat nerdy radio at gmail.com. Uh, we are uh, at Facebook. Somewhat nerdy uh, on Twitter at some nerds. You can follow us on YouTube, SoundCloud, or on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. Stitcher. Uh, make sure if you're on iTunes, Stitcher, or anything like that, make sure you leave us a review, uh, five stars, and then you can email us with your, you know, if you want to berate us. Y- yeah, that's fine. Also, like as we said on thing in the last podcast, if you have a friend that is into podcasts, share it with them. Or nerd stuff. Or nerd stuff. Uh, share it with them. Tell them about our podcast. If you have a friend that doesn't listen to podcasts, you grab their phone. 
take it out of their hand, open the podcast app, and you download our podcast and tell them they must listen to this. Very easy. It takes like two seconds. It's so demanding. It's very demanding, but worth it. Uh, as we said at the top of the podcast, we are launching the merch store. Um, if you want a t-shirt, mug, sticker with uh, the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast uh, logo on it, or if you want something with this Somewhat Nerdy logo on it, uh, we have it all at the merch store. And we got other, some, some other kind of cool stuff. Yeah, we have stuff. tons of other awesome designs. Official. Official, unofficial. Unofficial. Authentic Bulgarian Miyak. There you go. Has nothing to do with a movie that came out that was awesome. Make sure you check that out. That I watched, I, I watched recently and made my girlfriend watch. Nice. We are SomewhatNerdy.com. This is the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast. I am Star Chris. I'm Critter. And we will see you next In issue month. seven. X- issue seven. Wow, we're getting up there. We're getting up there. We need to do something special for issue ten. Issue ten? An annual. An annual? I don't know. Maybe. That's like a yearly thing. <laughs> or a big issue? I don't know. In large, big uh, issue? A double issue? Uh, actually, go ahead and give us some ideas for our tenth issue, which will be coming up very soon. Like we said, we'll see you next time. Good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds.